Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is the Old Testament reading from the prophet Isaiah. In the name of Jesus, amen. Last week, on January 1st, we celebrated the circumcision and naming of Jesus. We celebrated that the child born of the virgin is named Jesus, which means the Lord saves. And we celebrated that Jesus, the Lord who saves us, saves us by being circumcised, by taking up the fulfilling of the law, keeping everything that is written in the law and the prophets. And now, today, this week, as we celebrate the baptism of our Lord, we hear how Jesus is fulfilling what he had spoken through the prophet Isaiah. For Jesus was not baptized for his own sake, but for ours, baptized, as he said, that he might fulfill all righteousness, that he might be God's faithfulness to us whom he has made. A reading from the prophet Isaiah began, Behold, my servant whom I uphold, my chosen in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him, he will bring forth justice to the nation. And that parallels what we hear in our gospel reading from St. Matthew, that when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. This is as clear a fulfillment of the Old Testament prophecy as we could ask for that the Spirit descends upon Jesus as the Father speaks. And that what the Father speaks is that this one, Jesus, he is my chosen. He is my beloved Son. With him, I am well pleased. But that last phrase of the prophecy, that this chosen one of the Lord will bring forth justice to the nations, that might be a little bit harder for us to connect with Jesus' baptism, to see how it is fulfilled in Jesus being baptized. Part of that's because when we hear the word justice, we tend to hear things like vengeance and punishment. We talk about our justice system, and by that we usually mean the punishing of wrongdoers. But justice, God's justice, is about putting things in order. To justify is to put things back into their right place and in the right relation to each other. If you use Microsoft Word or Google Docs, you're actually still familiar with this older sense of justice, to justify. You know, you can align your text to be on the left, to be centered, or on the right, or you can justify the text so that all the words are spaced so that each line is matched to the others above and below, so that it is all evenly put in its place, justified. And this is exactly what Jesus does. He brings forth justice, and not just to some, but to all, to the nations. He puts all back into their right places and in right relation to one another, and he fulfills not just some, but all righteousness. Jesus, then, bringing forth justice, looks like him healing diseases, casting out demons, calling sinners to repentance, and eating and drinking with them and bringing them back into the community of God's people. 
It is, as we heard again in our reading from the prophet Isaiah, that he will not cry aloud or lift up his voice or make it heard in the street. A bruised reed he will not break, and a faintly burning wick he will not quench. He will faithfully bring forth justice. Jesus faithfully bringing forth justice looks like him caring for the least, those smoldering wicks, those bruised reeds. It means him speaking compassion to those who have been bruised and broken by their sin and oppressed by the sin of others and the weight of suffering and death. It looks like Jesus finding the lost sheep and carrying it back into the fold on his shoulders. Jesus bringing forth justice also looks like him calling out the hypocrisy of the Pharisees and overturning the money tables of the Sadducees. It looks like Jesus setting everything to right and putting things in their proper place means addressing the wrongs of this world and the evils that are done. And so Jesus bringing forth justice and fulfilling all righteousness also looks like him going to the cross to take away the sin of the world, to destroy death by his death, to tear down the gates of hell, and to break the chains that bind us. He puts everything back in its right order. Or as we heard at the end of our reading from Isaiah, God says of his chosen one, I will give you as a covenant for the people a light for the nations to open the eyes that are blind, to bring out the prisoners from the dungeon, from the prison, those who sit in darkness. All of this is the justice that Jesus brings forth. All of this is him fulfilling all righteousness, that the nations should come to him and have their eyes opened to see in him their life and salvation. And notice that the prophet describes these things as Jesus bringing them forth. That means that it doesn't simply happen like the flip of a switch. Jesus is not baptized and then instantly everything in the world is put to rights, everything in its proper place, no more problems anymore. Rather, he goes about and begins to do those things I just described, healing the sick, calling sinners to repentance. He does all of that. And then even after he has gone to the cross to put all things to rights, he ascends into heaven, and now he brings forth justice through the church through you. When we look at our world, we certainly see that not everything is put in its right place. And that's not because God has forgotten about it. He is continuing this work in Jesus of bringing forth justice into the world. And he does that through the church, through you. He sends out his gospel for the healing of the nations. He works in the church for your, for your healing and sends you forth to bring this justice, this healing of God, the putting things to right into your homes, your workplaces, your school, your community. And so God assures you through the prophet Isaiah that this work that Jesus is doing, that he has been bringing forth, he assures you that Jesus will not abandon this work until you see all things put to rights. The prophet Isaiah said of Jesus that he will not grow faint or be discouraged till he has established justice in the earth and the coastlands wait for his law. That not only means that Jesus will continue steadfast in his path to the cross, it means that he does not grow faint, nor is he discouraged from establishing justice for you and through you. And when you are bruised, 
when you are that reed that is near to breaking, when you are a faintly burning wick, when you grow weak or discouraged, Jesus does not abandon you, but rather bears you up and restores you according to his faithfulness. And so it is that again the prophet Isaiah said, Thus says the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out, who spread out the earth and what comes from it, who gives breath to the people on it, and spirit to those who walk in it. He says, I am the Lord. I have called you in righteousness. I will take you by the hand and keep you. Jesus was baptized to do all these things, to fulfill all righteousness. He does bring forth justice to the nations. All things were made through him, and through him breath and life has come to all people. For all this he was baptized, And for all this, he has baptized you, that there he calls you by name, and he does so in righteousness, his righteousness, his faithfulness, that he calls you to be the children of God, those who have been healed and put in right relationship to God and to your fellow man. He puts his Holy Spirit now upon you. He takes you by the hand and keeps you as he has promised. Because you are baptized into him, he does this work of by his grace, by his spirit, keeping you in your baptismal faith. And as often as you fall, he gives you his ministers and the gift of absolution to raise you up again, to forgive your sins, to cleanse you of all unrighteousness. And he holds you with him, feeding you at his own table to strengthen you in faith and love towards God and towards one another. He keeps you with him so that it may also be said of you that in Christ you are the servant of the Lord whom he upholds, that you are his chosen one in whom he delights, so that you who are baptized into Christ, that the Father might speak of you. You are my beloved son. With you I am well pleased. To God be all the glory forever and ever. Amen.